Nothing. All right. Beep. 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 Good morning, Gardenio. Welcome to Adam versus the Man. Just 30 minutes late today. Thank you for bearing with us for technical difficulties. Obviously, something's different. It's just me. It's just where's where's the where's the production values? Where's where's Jim? Where's actually we are on StreamYard and apparently StreamYard is having massive technical difficulties this morning. And uh, we have been on the live chat with StreamYard for those of you who don't know. Hey, comments are still working. Thank you so much. Hello, Mr. Gogas from Nova Scotia. Used to watch you back in the RT days. It's funny because I was on RT recently. Yeah. Uh, that's Sad Mavioso, Sad Mavioso on YouTube. Thank you very much for that comment. Um, so, yeah, we got a fun show. We got a big COVID block. We got G.I. Mary Jane in studio, but we have no no branding, no graphics. So I have to say at the beginning of this video, for the sake of the YouTube censors, everything I say is a joke. It's a parody. Therefore, it should not be censored. Even the st especially when I read the news from the mainstream media, that's obviously a joke. That is not to be taken seriously at all whatsoever. It's obvious lies or parody or some other shit. And so they have, you can't censor this. It's it's just comedy. Uh, Craig, good morning, all. Good morning, Craig. Thank you so much for bearing with us. Uh, let's get Jim up here for producer notes. What's going on? Yeah, StreamYard. Sorry, uh, StreamYard is having a Monday. Is what's going on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Put the logo up in the corner. That's outstanding. Yeah. Hey, look, we have a rotating logo in the corner of the screen. <laughs> no strings attached. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So uh, yeah. Luckily, for whatever reason, our branding is gone, but we still have these buttons. We can click on the bottom of the screen. We still got some fun stuff we can use for visuals <laughs> with the comments. So that's our public Telegram channel, t.me forward slash Adam versus man. You can join it. Everyone's welcome. Let me go ahead and switch it over here. Whoops. Man, my buttons are slow. My computer's being slow as well because I think all that chatting with uh, StreamYard's got my computer going. Oh, no, what's happening? We're having problems. Patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. That's where you can find the different levels to support the show. One, five, ten, or even $50 a month. $10 a month is going to get you access to the private producers club where we have all kinds of personalized chat going on all day long, 24 seven access to the host of the show. You can be a really a part of it. Uh, another thing we're advertising right now, homefrontbattlebuddies.com. That's a great nonprofit organization uh, designed on helping veterans with different types of therapies. Uh, excellent website going on. Definitely check that out and tell us what you think. Homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Uh, so give that a visit. Next, we got Instagram at the Garden of Freedom is where you can go to check out different pictures and videos of life up there in Gardenia, all kinds of different creative pictures of the fur babies and just the sunsets and life in general, Mr. Kokesh shirtless up there. So if you want to see that Instagram at the garden of freedom, that's where you can find it all day long. Next, we got the crypto six.com. I don't know if you heard, but there's a Bitcoin church that was raided some time ago up in Keene, New Hampshire. They locked some people in cages like the savage bastards. They are, these are the QR codes you can go to, to donate, to help with their legal funds. There's a button here to find out the address to write to Mr. Nobody who's still sitting in a cage due to the evil government. The crypto 6.com is where you can go to handle those situations. And lastly, 
GoGreenEnergyOnline.com is the best place. That's where we send people that are looking to do it yourself to get their house on solar, solar power, micro wind power, make their home zero energy homes. If you want to learn more about doing it yourself and going off grid, GoGreenEnergyOnline.com is website for you. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Have a wonderful day. All right. GI Mary Jane in studio today. Good morning. How you doing? I mean, we got through it. Ish. We're here. We're here. We made it. There's no pretty logos, but there's pretty faces and there's pretty logos. We're talking about pretty comments. Yeah, free <laughs> spot check news on YouTube. <sighs> spot check news. Yes, thank you. That's funny. The other thing we're dealing with is not having gotten paid by YouTube recently. Oh, I should check. And so, no, I looked. Check this out, Joy. This is this is like I'm I'm ready to start protesting YouTube as GovTube, and and I, I have to like find I I might just do a banner drop or something at YouTube headquarters and just we'll just like unfurl like just a parody graphic that said where it says YouTube it says GovTube. I love um, this idea. because it it has been, I mean, in many ways become a tool of like there's enough of a there's enough of a complaint to make that youtube is engaged in massive pro government censorship totally. that it's it, it's no law that it, it's not principled censorship it's not justified censorship it's not uh warning censorship it's it's cutting shit for disagreeing with government you can't even and, wrap your head around it either uh like we just had the 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 instance where two of the Mary Robert videos got flagged and one was reapproved and the other one was not. I mean, it, same topic. It's and it's it's I I, I want to sort of figure like there's there's always YouTube has always been kind of a black box for customer service. And like I don't want to complain about that. Like if that's what YouTube is, that's what YouTube is. Right. It's but but then someone goes inside the black box. I you know, I don't know if I blame youtube because youtube is is this incredible gift to humanity this creation uh, from the technology of the internet realizing its potential that has freed so many minds that has improved so many lives that even to this day just as the youtube university that you can go and learn anything and you know they don't they don't censor how-to videos unless it's like Maybe. how to get peace and justice and hold government accountable uh, how to you know build a shed or pack a tire for an earth ship or even even grow play cannabis guitar. now yeah. you know like you can do play guitar learn how to play guitar but plan, like, fix your car i mean question government that's not a, and and that's not a thing that's not allowed anymore and it seems like it, it's a fraud it's it's a kind of fraud, and and I don't know who's responsible for the fraud. Is it YouTube or is it government? And this is where like the libertarian in me wants to go. Well, Adam, you can't do a banner drop on private property protesting YouTube. That's a private company, and it's like, really? At what point? I mean, I I there's there's certainly a a matter of degrees here, right? Like, at what point? Uh, does a company receiving public funds become public property, right? And it's it's all very complicated, even from a simple libertarian ethical analysis, because we're getting into the economics of responsibility, partial responsibility, you know, and then what's justifiable ethics. I think if even if it was a private company 
having committed as much fraud as they have against me personally, the symbolism of a banner drop over a sign as like a photo op protest, pretty harmless. They can't claim like brand damage from no. the, the physical act, it's you know, like it makes you two more important is that it like i mean but i there is part of the problem is like for years i have been well part of the problem is a great podcast with dave smith no part of the problem has been over the years that i have been uh you know tracking this and watching this and been involved and i've been building this youtube channel for i mean i guess since Oh, when did I start? 2007? When I got out of the Marines. When I was first started with the Rock. I mean, my most vid viewed video is still my very first video. And it's me in Iraq in a fighting hole in Fallujah. Uh, but with 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 Google, or with Google having bought YouTube now, like they've committed against enough enough fraud against me personally that in the realm of customer complaints, a banner drop at YouTube headquarters, even by my most like you know, private property biased analysis. It's like, no, this is this is an appropriate customer complaint about like, hey, I've been I've been defrauded of time and money by YouTube and Google a lot. A like it it's it, uh it our, like our last there's producer more coming in this open data. What? There's new payment thresholds before payouts. What Oh, that's why we're delayed. But we did that like ten years ago, fourteen fucking years ago, with my first video. They only pay you if you get what was it say? It doesn't. They don't say. I guess I've got some. It, it doesn't say what the threshold is. Do any of them say what the threshold is? No, this is hilarious. Yeah. One checking. It looks like the reason you didn't receive payment this month is due to the fact that your earnings did not reach the payment threshold. In this case, you're likely to receive your payments next month while your earnings accrue this month and finalizes around the 10th to the 14th. Check out this helpful article. Uh, uh, uh. See, it's. The, the other thing about this is there have been competitors to YouTube that we have tried to support, right? D-Live is getting a lot of support. I mean, is D-Live a thing? D-Live, where freedom rings. Yeah, but we've yeah. never been able to, to technically, like, first of all, you can't plug in with uh, with StreamYard, right? With a back-end production. Not, anyway. special so, like, D-Live, D-Live, we couldn't do guests. We couldn't show you news articles or images on the screen, although I know there are a lot of people who get the audio version of this production and are still wondering what I was talking about with spinning logos. I was holding my mug up. It's got Adam versus the man on one side and freedom on the other side. That's but a great mug. It is. Soon available. Coming soon, soon to the store at adamversustheman.com. Get in there, guys. Uh, Super chat to get us to the threshold. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know, but see, this makes this makes me like. I mean, I, this is like the constant existential, you know, struggle that, that we deal with in independent media, especially just for us, Adam versus the man in particular. That it's like, well, we could go to D Live, but then the show is not going to be consistent. 
and then we lose to that. Um, we could we could monetize on YouTube, but I, but then we're paying Google or like even like the idea the original idea of YouTube was you make videos, we host them. We have this new technology that's just fucking amazing, blows everything out of the water, and uh, you know you can you can just upload video and post it, and if you want, we'll run ads on it for a percentage. Should be pretty simple. And since then, the, well, we run ads, and now there's like a you know a, a mile long list of caveats and bullshit and changing of terms, and and it's it, this doesn't happen in a free market. This is the product of corporatism. This is the product of government intervention. Speaking of which, big one of the big headlines. I hate to say I told you so, but already the Miami apartment building collapse like nine million in repairs or something I heard that. they bribed the uh the government officials for permits to to not have to build it up to safety code and you go oh well it's a good thing we have government keeping us safe from dangerous buildings collapse no, no, the government <sighs> didn't keep you safe again in this case but they still took the money they extorted you they stole from you they did what al capone would have done to a bar in a speakeasy Wait, wasn't Al Capone? Al they got Capone. him on tax evasion too, didn't they? Wasn't he just a bootlegger? He was an extortionist. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't really know. <laughs> I just think he died of syphilis, he, right? From <laughs> he, 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 what Al did, the government does well now. He yeah. A lot okay. Of him, so just yeah. Well, the other. So I'm looking back in the emails because I just I was just doing a an email search from Google AdSense in in our official gmail and they've been over the last few months pretty consistently paying us around the 20th it goes back to the 18th uh no for for like the last last year but then i look back and it it, it creeps back and it goes 20 21 22 19 uh 18 17 and 18 18 18 17 16 and it's like wait a second you used to pay us in the middle of the month well we used to pay us at the, wait wait a second and it's like they they've been creeping it back this whole time trying to squeeze out small producers because we're no longer i, I mean i don't i don't know i don't want to I don't want to pretend to know what's happening inside that black box of YouTube because it's, it's Google now. And who knows it? We live in a world. I, you know what? I mean, I, I'm, I think, you know, on top of all this, they're killing my fucking friends too. One of my favorite pictures of John McAfee that's being circulated is uh, him wearing a hoodie that said, fuck the government. And if you support it, fuck you too. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's not enough to say, fuck the government. If you're supporting the government, you're part of the problem. You are funding this evil. And, you know, my friend Johnny Hurley, it's, you know, we see government-sponsored researcher J.J. McNabb, who's a fellow at George Washington University in their extremist belief, whatever, uh, ex extremist, she's writing a book. I'm blocked by her on Twitter. I don't, I don't know why or if I, if I, like, yeah, tangled with her before, but like yeah. now everybody else who, who challenges her gets blocked, and it's like this is this is the world we live in. All right, yeah. Ann Ralston in freedom isn't free. Don't always believe what you see. Here's a poem and some cash. We need to have all right. We have Ant in the studio, man. Ant's like our biggest supporter. Yeah, an awesome co-host. And well, Ant Ant is 
Ant is one of, uh, I feel like he's one of the beneficiaries of the Adam versus the man unspoken life coaching program that goes along with getting this message and all the personal empowerment. And Ant is going through a beautiful transition of getting out of his status job and uh, is, is, you know, I, I, we just, he'll, he'll get here. He'll be able to visit Gardena. Top right. Very good question. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Adam, what happened to your channel? You over 200,000 subs and only 30 viewers. You were on Rogan, a decent following. What happened? What happened, YouTube? I, yeah. yeah, it's a good question. What happened? Ty, if you're just tuning in, YouTube won't even pay us out anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shadow ban. This is shadow ban. And they will, but once we hit a, a certain... This is the product of censorship. Certain. It's because anytime I... I, you're basically not allowed to talk about COVID on YouTube unless you're just, I mean, even I have been censored even just for parroting the government line, just for literally reading the news stories. Um, you know, you, there's, you just can't have this conversation anymore. And and it should really tell you something. I, I don't want to demonize YouTube, though. I mean, YouTube is this thing almost beyond itself. Someone's got a gun to their head behind the scenes saying it's you, you have to censor this Google. shit. Google, Google is the gun, or Google's holding the gun to the head of YouTube. Because Google bought YouTube out years ago, and that's kind of when everything started going crazy, and Google answers to the government. Even when you look in searches, they... I mean, have you ever, like, seen a video, and then you go to try to Google search it again, you literally can't find it anywhere, as if it doesn't exist. It's still there. If you can get the URL from somebody and go straight there, you could go. But you just, you can't bring it up. There's a lot anywhere. of weird shit. Yeah, there's. I mean, how long is the drive to San Bruno? Let's see directions from home. It won't say Ash Fork Arizona Home Depot. <laughs> I'm not logged in with this one. Ash Fork Arizona to San Bruno, California. Oh, ten and a half hour drive. We could do that. We did it this weekend. We don't have any, we like. We're so behind. Like, it's do we? It, it, what? What's very one of the things that's very frustrating about this is like, well, what do you do? What do you do when you have a message that's challenging the great injustices of the world? And and you know, do you do you pretend that it's not happening and just keep talking? Do you fight it? Do you engage? I I don't know. I mean, this is it. It is really actually quite critical to the to freedom of speech globally and the advancement of humanity and the human conversation that we have uh, the ability to speak freely on the internet and have an open dialogue and forum of ideas where, uh, you know, pundits, commentators, analysts, people producing information are allowed to subject that information to the marketplace of ideas. And ideas that uh, that enough people engage in have to be dealt with. And now they're just saying, like, my ideas, the people who the ideas that I represent and the people who's who share these. I don't want to say I represent you, but in the conversation, if you believe in these ideas, but you have a nine to five, you have a family, you know, then I am providing you a service of being your voice in, in the larger conversation. And what they're saying is that we don't matter. And, you know, we don't we don't we're not even willing to listen. We're not we're not willing to address it. Uh, we're just going to shut you out of the conversation. We're going to lie and we're going to commit fraud and we're going to be dishonest about it in order to do so. 
And and I, I don't know. I mean, I want to step back strategically and think like, what is the bigger objective here of achieving a voluntary society? And we often see it as a fight. You know, and there's 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 you could see this from two completely different perspectives. Like this is a fight. We it is we the people versus the government. And it's not, but it's not even the government. Because to say the government is really to simplify, but the, the evil string pullers and policymakers and, and people, the abusers of government, right? Is it your local government trash collector or dog catcher? No, that's not the enemy. So to say you're fighting government as a whole, or just as simply as I'm fighting government, like that's not accurate. Or to say I'm fighting for freedom. No, but to say you're fighting injustice. Yeah, fighting the and the and government is the greatest source of injustice in the world today. Better to be about what you're for than what you're against, right? We are for freedom, freedom of speech, which is certainly not being respected right now. So, yeah, why do we have thirty viewers? They they actually don't alert people when we go live. That's one of the the products of shadow banning and censorship, and a lot of people just can't connect. We hear this all the time too. People saying, "Oh." Um, yeah, well, I try to watch your stream, but it couldn't, I didn't connect. So I found this other thing I wanted to watch and it's, it's subtle, but it's a lot of that. And it ends up with this dramatic change where you go, oh yeah, you have, it's not 200,000 plus it's 250,000 something subs. And, and it's funny because even when, when production has been good and videos have been good, seeing subs be flat over the years. And still creeping up and, you know, people saying, oh, I, I, I mean, one of the things we hear a lot is, uh, oh, I had no idea you were still making videos. And it's like, never really stopped. Took a few breaks. Never really stopped. Like 14 years of activism, YouTube has been a, a, a critical part of it for me with media production. So with where we are now. So anyway, uh, keeps cat keeps Katen, uh, keeps catting yeah i'll i'll keep my cattens thank you yeah. i'll keep keep your cats in yes okay america <laughs> keeps skating american government has the gun to google's head and google obeys yeah i mean that's so like that that could be another model of this michael wilson i've been watching Anna versus the man uh for years your show helped me decide to take an early out of the navy and go make working as a plumber uh go to make to work and i'm thankful every day i got out early yeah that's another another like it's it's this you know, maybe there, there's an there's an implied like life coaching live better message baked into all of this, right? Uh, but the, the, so there's that fight analysis to see this as a war. But then, why, why don't we stop and and look at this from a completely different perspective, where those of us who have seen this insight that others are deliberately uh, blinded to or kept from or you know, it's it's censored from them because they're not looking for it. Uh, our our goal is not to fight them, uh, but to show them a better way. And it really has to be about personal empowerment, and improving humanity in a big way, improving the quality of life of the average human being on this planet as as best we can. And you know, people who are fearless, people who are mentally healthy people who are centered and, and happy and have their basic human needs met uh, are, are not easy to manipulate by fear or nationalism or insecurity or the threat of an outside invasion of some kind 
or interior-based dissent, extremism turning into who knows what violence. And we know that, again, government is, is the greatest source of that, is the manifestation of all of humanity's worst inclinations. But maybe, maybe what we do as libertarians and pointing this out is useless. Maybe, maybe we're a speck of dust, a footnote to history right now, in terms of what we do politically. Maybe what we do in empowerment is far more important in education and inspiration. Craig, the internet is the new public square and the government is restricting and limiting your speech. So, you know, may, 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 and, and this, this is one of these like existential challenges that I go, well, if we just beat the censorship or if we changed our, like, I don't want to change the message. But strategically, perhaps, hey, we got freedom out there. We got the, the, the book. It's there. It's there. Thefreedomline.com. You can still get it for free. They can't censor that. They know they can't censor that. That you, you write a book, you publish it on the internet, it's going to get passed around if it's got merit one way or another. That's how books work, different from, from videos and daily broadcasts. Michael Mulkey, been watching Adverse of the Man since 2012, man. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for watching. I want to address what Spot Check News says, which might be a little off topic, but uh, Spot Check News says McAfee tweeted that his files are in the condo in Miami building. No. No, it was a fault. It was a fake tweet. Yeah, yeah. You can. Deleted. I mean, you can look back on his timeline. Um, there's an odd, like there's I, no initial investigation suggests uh, that that was just some internet prankster, just fake that just tweet. Thing. That uh, you look back on McAfee's Twitter feed, and that tweet's not there. And we have no other rumors or evidence to suggest that people are, or that Jack Dorsey is fucking with John McAfee's, McAfee's tweets one by one. Nah, not likely. Um, and if it was that, you know, I, I, that it's that's sort of out of character with the rest of the stuff that he did around the dead man switch, where there was a, an element of he wouldn't have said, "Oh, and then there's this one physical location." No, no, it wouldn't. Uh, have, it wouldn't have. Yeah, someone's trying to connect that those dots that that don't exist, and it, it really was. You know, I, I want to say shame on whoever made that false graphic. Um, but I wonder if that's just like if they are government trolls, plants, infiltrators, saboteurs in here doing this. Here's how you guys respect. I thought it was, it was a, a Fed book post, post, not a tweet. tweet. So yeah, this is obviously a rumor getting out there. A bunch of different edited. Yeah. That, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Could if, be. I mean, it's not, none of it's decisive, but it, I it's this kill what, what we, yeah, yeah. yeah. More importantly, yeah, more importantly than the potential for a condo kill switch connection is uh, what's happening with the kill switch overall. And we don't know yet. And and I'm, I'm still waiting to hear back from Janice McAfee. Um, we know that it was a real thing. We, but what's, what's the scary possibility is why did, why did they murder John McAfee now? They killed all his kill switches. Right. And we have a friend who we trust who told us that he was approached by McAfee to uh, to have to hold the key to the kill switch or to, to maybe maybe the key is encrypted data of some kind or to access something that's on a blockchain, perhaps. Right. And he declined. And I understand why now. You think, oh, yeah, because if John McAfee comes out and says, I have 31 terabytes and it's funny because it's not really about the data, you know, that he brags about that, but it's a chunk of data uh, of government, you know, detailing government corruption. Uh, 
Well, what does the FBI do to people like that who, who hold information like that? They get they get suicided. Um, and so maybe maybe they killed all McAfee's kill switches, and then they said, okay, well we can kill McAfee now. There's no reason to let him live. It's too much of a threat to the system. But even even in the face of all of these injustices, uh, and 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 even with the you know warfare analogies being so helpful and useful at certain times, and uh, it, you know. I'm I'm just I, I'm always reminded of this John Lennon quote, and I'll say it again, reaffirm you know my own commitment to nonviolence, but also for, for this simple tactical reason. Uh, when it gets down to having to use violence, then you are playing the system's game. The establishment will irritate you, pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight, because once they've got you violent, then they know how to handle you. The only thing they don't know how to handle is nonviolence and humor. So we are in a war where our our we get to overwhelm the enemy with nonviolence and humor. It's not like, yeah, we're on the right side of this one, you know, and, and, and that's those are our most effective weapons, you know. So uh quick update also on the Johnny Hurley story. Uh they have not released footage of um Johnny being shot, they are holding on to the story that he was holding the rifle. Um, and th th there's even if so, there's, it, there's right, there's no, there's no fucking way, yeah. A, a trained and, officer, and even then, right, because down, you, you, did you not see the situation? You're just randomly shooting people with guns. That's mm, no, that's not what and, and see, and, and that combined with the cover up. Now, there, there are a lot of people speculating that what Johnny prevented was a false flag. And, and if you look at the shooter, and they did release video of the shooter, I think, pulling up in his truck. Maybe it's the video stretch. He's already pulled up. He gets out of his truck. He's got a shotgun. He goes and shoots Officer Beasley, who's allegedly, according to the Arvada Police Department's narrative, with another officer responding to, to an incident report, one officer gets shot, like, and and it's a couple hundred feet away from his truck, at least, at least at least hundred feet, and then the other officer just what, like, disappears. Then the shooter goes back to his truck, puts his shotgun down, grabs his AR, and you go, well, yeah, you got to use an AR for a mass shooting, otherwise, how are they going to ban ARs? Duh, duh, you know, um, and. and that there were temporary parking signs blocked off where he was parked. And then the, the, the police department story already has so many holes in it. But here's the here's the here's the big one in the narrative is that at that point, Johnny went and and shot the shooter with with a concealed legally owned concealed carry handgun. And then the, the police are saying at some point then Johnny picked up the rifle and that's why he was shot by cops they thought he was the shooter and you go even with an active shooter if he's not pointing his gun at somebody you don't just go in guns blazing you give him the chance to surrender right you draw down on him yeah there's an incident there's a guy walking around with a gun you draw down but like even with marines in iraq they taught us 
positive target ID. You don't you don't shoot unless you know what you're shooting at. You know, really basic shit here. So, um, Michael Wilson on YouTube. Well, they want the violence, so they can impose more restrictions on liberty, of course. So we have to de-escalate. We have to practice de-escalation and love and compassion. And so, uh, when you look at this, though, you look at the story with Johnny Hurley. Best case scenario. Trigger happy cop made a mistake. And they'll never admit to that. They won't be able to hide it eventually. There are enough winners. They're, they've got to get they so will throw their cop under the bus before saying their department made a mistake. No, no, no because yeah. well, then no, then they, they they'll they'll say the cop made a mistake. They'll they'll blame the cop. They're the they're 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 I I and I still think this best case scenario is the most likely one. Okay. Now, some people are looking at this going like this was a false flag. This shooter was set up like this was some like some kind of MK Ultra or provoked. Well, because it's like every F, every every plot the FBI has so famously and heroically foiled over the last several decades, it turns out they were also behind it. You know, oh no shit. They were provoking it or promoting it or or funding it or something setting someone up for entrapment. I mean, it, they, there's always been some hand behind the scenes making these things happen. Now, the theory, the, the conspiracy theory on this is that they make false flags happen intentionally to manipulate policy. Sure. That, and I think what, what doesn't, what's not a conspiracy theory, what's a, what's a conspiracy fact that is indisputable at this point is that the FBI promotes violence in its entrapment actions. The FBI empowers terrorists, pushes them closer to give them an excuse to heroically intervene. Like that's that's an undisputed history at this point. Um, whether there's a larger political agenda attached to those specific things, that's theory. Now it sort of stands to reason if you're a gun grabbing liberal politician, that you go, well, hey, if we keep funding the, like, hey, you can't defund the FBI because they're the reason you get to fear monger on all this gun shit. So you better let the FBI, you know, it, it might be more subtle than that. That's a more believable version of this theory than, hey, let's fund the FBI to do false flags so we can time it with gun legislation and political donations and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think it's that conscientious and deliberate of a conspiracy. It doesn't have to be. So again, back to best case scenario. There's a gag order from the county attorney on this one. I think her name is King, Lexis King. And it's 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 fucking shameful. Because what they're doing is negotiating the terms of the cover-up and who's going to be accountable for what. And at some point, they're not going to be able to maintain this gag order. Like they've got eyewitnesses. They've got other security footage that was in the hands of other people. They can say, like, yes, security people, you can't, uh, you know, the, the, the store owners of all, you can't release it. They've got copies. It's it's there. And there's a cop who, who, who did the shooting. And again, best case scenario, he made a mistake. Uh, poor dumb motherfucker is not going to sleep well for the rest of his life. And he shouldn't. Worst case scenario? Worst case scenario they set this up to murder Johnny. I don't know if that's the worst case scenario. I don't know. Maybe worst case is like the worst of the conspiracy theories 
Uh, like, yeah, they killed they killed dozens of people to promote gun policy and manipulate politics, and Johnny got caught up in it. And what, what, I don't think anybody knows what is We Are Change Colorado. What, what is their function? Their change? We Are Change Colorado is, a, is an offshoot of We Are Change Luke Radowski's organization, and and they they started as a nine eleven truther organization. So they're all about putting pressure for government transparency, and that they now they find themselves. And I consider myself a friend, ally, whatever of, of We Are Change Colorado. They've invited me to speak a number of times. I've been to a number of their protest actions to help and. Um, it's it is it is really and now there's strange. There's a this now happens to them. This crazy conspiracy and it, yeah, the there's all sorts of it's a flam. You know, there's there's a weird demonization happening. Yeah, with with Johnny right now. Can't think of words right now, but it's not well, bad. understandably so. Um, yeah. Jack B, smoke that sour D. It's actually pineapple chunk, but uh, that's a good mood breaker. Yeah, I guess yeah. we should do it. Let's let's do that. Let's get into the headlines here. We've got we got a lot of COVID stuff to cover. It's Monday. We haven't talked about COVID at all on Adam versus the Man since Friday. last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was definitely mentioned on Friday. Um, but one one weather note to get out of the way: uh, AccuWeather. Dot com blistering heat wave demolishes all-time records in northwestern US Canada Portland Portland 114 new record what? yeah um the highest temperature ever recorded in the state of Oregon is 117 um and that was from 1939 excuse me um uh, but the point is as according to AccuWeather senior meteorologist Randy Atkins noted Temperatures of 100, 110 degrees Fahrenheit or greater are virtually unheard of west of the Cascades. Um, yeah. So Seattle uh, hit 102 Saturday, 104 Sunday. New all-time high for the Emerald City. First time the city ever has surpassed 100 degrees two days in a row. So... Um, I think it's God punishing the, the, the statists in the city of Seattle. Definitely. Uh, no, but yeah, crazy shit. So to be aware of, there is a, there is another heat wave aside from the one that hit the Southwest. Was it last week, week before it's weird. Cause here the, the, the heat wave came early and it seems like all the summer heat has come early. Uh, so there's, um, it's nice here now. We get like a really nice July, apparently, from all the forecasts for Ashford, for the mountains here. It's going to be, um, you know, highs in the in the low 90s. And then summer's here, summer nights here. Just amazing. Like last night. Oh, my gosh. I have a picture of Joey. I haven't even posted yet oh, with the yeah, Milky Way behind beautiful. her. It's, yeah. It's the picture of the Milky Way. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but with that, can I have some COVID vitamins, dear? Yeah. Let's like I, we can't play our disc. Can you? Can you? Do 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 do. Listen, Jim. Jim, get on screen here. Smoke weed every. We're gonna take our COVID vitamins and give out some misleading medical advice. And Jim is gonna sing for us. Do 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 do. I don't even know the. I don't even know the words to that song. Forget singing. I got a better COVID. Yeah, I was gonna say if I can even find it. My computer's all messed up because I got my files everywhere. 
Wait a minute. Where is it? <laughs> All right. Weaver of this. <laughs> Sorry. Can't find it. Can't find smoke. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> uh, see, this is, I normally, I, I hit it and then I cough while the animation is playing and my mic is off. So it's not a problem on the air. Um, but yeah. We have more people that, but by the way, for those of you just tuning in, um, we're having some technical difficulties. So, stream down yard. version of yeah. show them the logo. Show them the logo. Adam versus the man. Today's graphics are brought to you by this mug. Uh, yeah, StreamYard technical difficulties. We're having fun anyway. So now to our COVID headlines. This is like, I cannot believe the internet has not exploded with memes about this next story from CBS 13, CBS Sacramento. Local McDonald's locations partnering with CDPH, that's California Department of Public Health, to get people vaccinated. Oh my, really? See, this is what, like, hey, where do you go to get healthy stuff to put in your body? McDonald's, yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's just, it's too perfect. It's too perfect. Do I, like, the, the jokes should be writing themselves about this one right now, right? Like, oh, I mean, it, it, the funny thing is too that who's who suffers from COVID like as a real thing like according to the statistics, fat people. If you're overweight, unhealthy people. No, no, but specifically okay. fat. No, no, it's you know it's not okay. It's not deer. It's not just trending with age. It's or or other health risk Look. factors. It's trending specifically with obesity, COVID deaths, and severe COVID symptoms. This is not in dispute. This is mainstream just statistics. Not just skinny unhealthy Ooh. people, because there are some like skinny, really, really unhealthy people that. I'm there. sure they're vulnerable too in so other ways. But yeah, of course. But no, but it's it's fat people who are like fat fat people and old people, like and there's not like no shame in those two things in and of themselves. Right. Well, you can't. And, you know, I gotta be. This is where, like, I should be telling dumb jokes. I should be making fun of fat people. Instead, I'm gonna be empathetic. This is why we don't you have any viewers, right? Yeah, no, because people who are overweight, um, it, you know, it, aside from those who have, you know, it's what, what's the Ollie G line when your mama's so fat? Hey, man, that's not funny. It's glandula. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's the product of, of of bad conditioning, misinformation, or trauma that leads to some kind of mental health disorder that that leads you to choose choose. And, you know, I was thinking it the other day. Like, is it's not choosing food over being healthy; it's choosing extra food over being healthy. It, 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 and I've been there. I've I've eaten comfort foods, but I. I'd rather have had comfort drugs like the good organic, mentally healthy, you know, mushroom psychedelics, DMT, and been able to be like, you know what? If I had access to all that shit, do you think I'd be eating a pint of ice cream right now? <laughs> Fuck no. So yeah, I mean, I want to be empathetic, but you know what? I am going to make fun of people who are just like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to McDonald's. Well, then get your goddamn COVID shot too. Joey, you look like you have some more intense thoughts on this. Am I, I am I am I missing some angle, or you got some better jokes? I no, I, I have intense thoughts on a lot of things. Streamyard, I have intense thoughts on right now. Oh, is Streamyard? What's is? Are we hearing more from Streamyard? Are they still chatting with Jim? They they tell they they tell us that somebody logged in at eight 
17 a.m. yesterday and deleted all these things. But Jim was streaming. Jim, Jim is the only. Jim was streaming. Yeah, at eight seven. Oh, yesterday. No, yesterday was Sunday. Yeah, somebody no logged one. in and deleted all of our stuff yesterday. They said. We've changed all the passwords to StreamYard. Like, no one else has continues. access, right? The fuckery continues. And by the way, like, normally, this shit is, like, all behind the scenes. I don't know. Like, maybe we're just more open about it now. And, and, and this sucks, too, right? When you're under attack and you're trying to get information out, now you have to get information out about how you're under attack as well as that information. And I wonder if, like, if strategically or, you know, for me, you know, like, or, or for people who believe in what I believe. Do, are, are we better serving the cause of freedom by individual empowerment and living better than than railing against government and showing people why we came to these conclusions? Like, now we got the book out. Maybe, yes. Like, lead by example, you know? Well, we do that, too. I mean, uh, we have an awesome fucking life here. We got four dogs and 18 cats. 18 cats. Soon to be 15 <laughs> cats. Don't worry, we'll pare down. We just got three of them fixed. So the score. Well, no, this is this is part of the plan. Like we wanted 20 cats for critter patrol on 10 acres, and now with Homefront Battle Buddies, um, we might be making uh, service animals available to veterans here. That's the idea. And and an effective service animal, and I know this from experience, is not one you adopt uh, from somebody else. It's one you get as a puppy. It's one that, that, that you get to, to really connect with. We, I guess we'll have service cats, too, if anybody wants service cats. <laughs> and, and you know what? For companion animals, cats, no. Total, like, it's different. I get it. They, they're not obedient. They're independent. Um, they, they, uh, but they are affectionate. They connect with you. And they, um, well, no, but it, it doesn't matter. Uh, as a service animal, as, as, as something to have there as another living presence that you are connected with, that you're responsible for keeping alive, I think service cats can be really helpful. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, Debbie Tillery, whose son was getting vaccinated at the McDonald's on Richards Boulevard, said, if that's what gets them out, chicken nuggets saved your life. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> Just there's so much oh, with this. The, yeah, like this you is, can't even break it down. Like we could take the whole rest of the show to talk about all just the things like like just deconstructing everything wrong with this. Just just the headline One headline alone. Yeah, like and then when you dig into the details, I'm sure there's going to be more. <laughs> wow. But I I want to point out. I think we we have past peak obesity in America, right? Um. It was, it was what, a few years ago? All right, you guys, service animals. Yes, thank you, you yeah. guys. $25. Adam versus the Man is brought to you on YouTube ad-free thanks to super chatters like this and sponsors at Patreon, our patrons, the patreon.com. Patrons like you. Patrons like you, thank you, um, for keeping the lights on here, at least keeping us going motivated because we definitely don't do this for the money. Um, I think the amount of money we get, we've been getting like the last year and a half from the show doesn't cover the cell phone bill. Um, but yeah. So uh, I think we are in, in a positive trend. And it's just weird that some people are being left behind in this. There's a real body positivity, like health consciousness movement in America that I think is part of the mature internet. Rob B, we can't get any fatter. That is a challenge you will lose. I mean, America, look, 
if the American people would like no, you know, we were realize, right? But yeah, you mean I can't get fatter? Yes, I can. Everybody would be out, but I can't the get American freer. Pride. Oh, you're probably right. Let me sit inside and eat yeah. this cheeseburger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, there is, I think, in I mean, and and hey, if anybody wants to correct me on this, if you if you have a different perspective, I think there's a real positive health revolution going on in the united states right now really in the world driven by the internet by the just the accessibility of information and they're you know it's all these because like the political empowerment and, and and to some degrees the technological empowerment is being kept from us is being censored but the health empowerment they it, it's what they're they, they, they should be it's doing weird. That. It's hard that they can't keep that from people because they where do they the big bad they that they them those um where do they have an interest in you being unhealthy like what, what does this come from it's selling drugs pharmaceuticals and selling shit processed food and keeping you dependent on the grid right selling they don't actually really food, like right? selling the, the gambling and alcohol and the things that you fall back on of when course you're, oh yeah yeah, yeah. So, like, the, big yeah things, the, the, big, the big things that drive policy food and pharma Right, those those are how like they they they, they they intersect with keeping you unhealthy. I mean, you can talk about education and et cetera, et cetera, but they can't suppress the stories of, yeah, I was fat and I ate McDonald's every day, and then I, I just said, fuck it, I'm not going to do this anymore. I decided to eat healthy and I lost weight and I got healthy, and then enough other people. They see those stories go viral on the internet for a reason. They, 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 was the biggest loser it was a popular show. Because it motivated people. And, and there's a certain, this is where I want to say I'm extremely hopeful. And that all, for all of our ranting and bitching and moaning about this stuff, there's an unstoppable wave of human progress of people becoming healthier and happier over time because you just can't fucking stop that part of human progress. And the dance for it, you can hold it back. You can trick some of the people some of the time, but eventually we're going to realize no, you can't eat at McDonald's every day. I think of that, you know, that documentary Super Size Me, Morgan Spurlock did, um, what, like over a decade ago. Yeah, and that terrifies me because when I was in the nine to five, when I was working in the auto dealerships, I legitimately ate fast food for breakfast and lunch every single day. And then I saw that, I'm like, Christ, I should be dead. Like, maybe I'd feel a little bit better if I started packing a lunch but even that's even that's difficult they really so i, I do empathize with people who are stuck in that circle because you you get these jobs where you only get an hour lunch and a lot of times that gets cut down to a half hour and it's like what the hell are you gonna do and you got you're not allowed to eat at your desk right you can't just like snack on fruit in between it, it's it's very restricting if you're stuck in the matrix see this is what tempts me then to like all right, let's start a hashtag live free campaign and that'll be our thing and pushing, you know, it's not just well organic food or healthy food or healthy living, but no, oh, live free, you know, and then well, it's like Mark Victor's attempt to do uh, live and let live and it's like, yeah, that's beautiful and there's great insight and strategic, you'd say libertarianism summed up, live and let live, four words, like, yeah, that's it, right? That's, what, that's libertarianism. Live and let live. If people are living and they're not violating anybody else's right, let them live. You know, and and live your life. Be, be, that's it. Live and let live. That's like everything, everywhere I've, I, I've ever heard that phrase beautifully explained as a call to ethics is like, oh, that's libertarian. But you shouldn't stop it there. You should encourage people to strive to be happy and peaceful in their own 
existence, in their own way of living, not live and let live. Oh, go eat cheeseburgers and, and be depressed and become a shut-in and don't talk to anybody and, and don't follow your dreams. Like, that's not... I, I, we don't want to encourage that living, do we? How do we... Well, that's why live free, to me, two words is, like, more of that positive yeah. empowerment. Um, but this this gets to the, the strategy. Like, what is your vision? What is your fantasy? And, and, and I don't mean, like, fantasy hopeful, but, like, in terms of what makes the most sense of, of how does humanity evolve past statism? Right, because that's the, the inverse negative of we want to evolve to a voluntary society. We want to evolve past statism, past this violent, destructive paradigm. Um, is, is it by confronting the system? I mean, certainly there's value in confronting the system to expose it. So the people who don't understand it or are fooled by it can see that truth. But is it is it more perhaps a peaceful turning of our backs to the system damn right for on youtube libertarian live and let live just own our mothers yeah that's it that's it um the non-aggression principle is sort of a more technical way of laying out that as an ethical philosophy you know the, the non-aggression principle says you own yourself and therefore you do not violate this principle it says you should not aggress against someone and commit an act of aggression that violates their self-ownership unless it's in immediate defense of life or property right so and, and even then there there are other principles that we would apply of, of just humanity and maximizing value and saying that force should be applied minimally and with an eye to preserving value in a sense like that i mean those are those are the implications then of, of accepting that ethical framework but do we need to get a critical mass of people to understand this or is it just going to happen naturally when enough of humanity is empowered enough to turn our backs on the system and say, we don't need this centralized bullshit anymore. We're just so powerful on our own. Our communities are capable of feeding you know, ourselves a thousand times over with, with a wave of the hand. We, we have a, a unlimited energy with abundant solar power or wind or water, whatever it is. Geothermal, nuclear, who knows? I, when we get like we we don't even need your roads because we all have fucking flying cars now <laughs> like that that's what we're on the verge of yeah i mean and it is times i mean i see uh you know the murder of john mcafee and 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 johnny early and you know a part of me is just genuinely scared like like i do i want to die or do i do you know fighting a, a, a dying animal you know or do i want to just like step back and watch it die and then celebrate when you know to die? i won't even celebrate the death of government i'm gonna breathe a sigh of relief anyway we were talking about a, a virus something mcdonald's you can get it the vaccine uh gateway pundit with this next headline kamala harris tells activists who knock on doors and harass people who haven't been vaccinated in desperate push to meet 4th of July goal. There's, I, we probably shouldn't play the video of this because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do YouTube IP stuff. <laughs> but I, what I want to do is, we'll, we'll read some of the video, but I want to reiterate something I posted on Twitter um, just, just this morning. Um, I have yet to get a COVID vaccine. Anyone who is a credible advocate is invited to come on Adam versus the man on my YouTube channel 
with 250,000 plus subs for what that's worth to convince me to try to convince me any takers, any health department officials you want me to ask anyone in LP national in favor of these vaccines. And, um, Cricket. Yeah. Uh, very really good. Good. Got vaccines. So good. Happy to come on. So there is no, we do have someone now. Um, Alex Kaufman. Um, apparently not a uh, sort of credible public advocate. He says, he, he writes, I am not super qualified to speak to this, except for having done a lot of reading and curating throughout the pandemic. Also have a biology minor and some lab experience. Very committed. I would, I would say I have the equivalent of that. <laughs> uh, very committed to liberty and at LP National and got vaccines. Seems like I'd happy to come on and convince. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, what do you think about the fraud of germ theory? <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna have someone on. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get Alex Kaufman on uh, Wednesday. Okay, I'm already following him, so he can um, he can get to me. Um, let's see. Show more replies. Um, fat and old people should probably get them. Same with the flu vaccines. And, and I'm, maybe that's the thing. It's like, if that, that it, I, I don't know about that. Like I've, I, the flu vaccines, like I've never been convinced to get a flu vaccine either. But when you start giving them out at fucking McDonald's and you have Kamala fucking Harris and Jill fucking Biden pushing these vaccines with bullying and harassment threats. Talk about how to lose friends and not influence people. Kamala Harris tells activists to knock on doors and harass people who haven't been vaccinated in desperate push to meet 4th of July goal. Kamala Harris told left-wing activists to knock on doors to pressure people to get vaccinated as Biden's July 4th vaccine goal is likely to fall short. George Harvey on YouTube, if people thought they needed the vaccine, they would get it voluntarily. Yeah, right. Um, so th this shouldn't be something that needs to be sold. You make the public aware if that it's there. Hey, make it free. I'm using finger quotes here because nothing right. is if you want, but but you're pushing it like a like a box office like movie or something. It's it's insane. It's disgusting. It's that alone should tell you something. You know. You don't hear government handing out free vitamins or smoothies, right? Like if, if, if this vaccine came along with, with a bottle of vitamins, like, like the kind I take organic, you know, good shit. I'd be like, all right. And government was like, really say, Hey, part of Obamacare free, really good vitamins for everybody. Right. You know, I'd be like, well, it sucks that the government's doing it, but, you know, actually maybe overall for health and long-term demise of government. Yeah. Okay, good. And that in and of itself is sort of doing something honest for people's health. But just the fact they haven't done that and they're pushing the vaccines like this, as Joey said, it's fucking disgusting. So, quote here's from, from Ms. Harris, excuse me, uh, Vice President Harris. For example, if you knock on the door and someone says they don't have the time to get the vaccine because people are busy... They're just trying to make it through the day or they say that pharmacies are never open when they do have time. Well, let's address that because now you can let them know that pharmacies across our country are keeping their doors open for 24 hours on Fridays in June, including today, because we need to meet people where they are. Some folks are working two jobs. Now, that's that's totally reasonable in and of itself. Right. 
And what if they say they can't miss work? Well, you can tell them there are employers across the country who are offering pay time off for their employees to get vaccinated. We want to encourage and challenge more employers to do the same. Other folks who need time to recover after they get the shot right and may need a little moment where they need some help with the kids. So we've partnered with the YMCA and KinderCare and the Learning Care Group to provide free health care for both vaccination and recovery. We need to meet people where they are. And you go, whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second. We're not just going to, we're not, we're not even going to know to some people like, don't want vaccine side effects. <laughs> like that, that maybe you don't want to get sick and not be able to care for your kids and have government caring for your kids. Like, no, that doesn't really solve the problem. All right. But it gets better. Quote, you might run across people as you're out talking and knocking. Folks might say, I don't have a car. Or There's no public transportation or a bus that comes by my house. And that's fair because... How can we expect them to get to a vaccination site? Well, that was part of the solution. Rideshare companies are giving free rides to and from vaccination centers. Wow. They've got you covered. And you can make, you can harass people with all these. And this is like, is it, is it harassment when, when it's government sponsored or my talking points, people knocking on doors? I mean, it's worse. You're paying for your own propaganda. This, the U.S. Sun, with our next headline, Flotus Flop. And I, I like that. First Lady of the United States. Jill Biden booed on stage in Nashville as she slams Tennessee's low vaccine rate and insists you're booing yourselves. I'm wondering, like, what's this event? It's a it's, She's at a podium. Vaccines.gov. People... Coming out on to, to hear Jill Biden. Um, yeah, the first lady was visiting a pop-up vaccine site at Old Smoky Distillery in Nashville with country star Brad Paisley when she slammed the state over the lagging COVID vaccination rates. She laughed as she said, Tennessee still has a way to go on reaching vaccination targets. Um Biden noted there are only three in 10 Tennesseans vaccinated, which sparked a chorus of booze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's going to Tennessee to shame people who, uh, this is the lowest vaccination rate in the country by state is about 30%. Of course, you go to city versus country, it's going to be a lot lower in a lot of counties. You guy, Vax to the Max is the name of a contest they ran in New Mexico. Jesus Christ. Excellent. Yeah, and so that's like the other thing for incentives. Drugs, you know? Ja joints yeah. for jabs. They're trying to give away million-dollar lottery prizes for, you know, free lottery ticket with a jab. Oh. All right, CNBC.com with our next headline. CDC Safety Group says there's a likely link between rare heart inflammation in young people after COVID shot. Yeah. There have been more than 1,200 cases of a myocarditis or pericarditis, mostly in people 30 and under who received Pfizer's or Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine, according to CDC data. Now, according to uh, Mary, Dr. Mary Ruert, uh, our, our uh, favorite libertarian medical researcher, VAERS typically reports cases at one-tenth to one-one-hundredth of what they are actually occurring at. Um, there are some freak false reports in there, but when you see trends in, in bears, uh, like 1,200 cases of myocarditis, or as the number was, 4,200 deaths from the vaccines, 
that that could be as high as a hundred times that. Now I don't think that like is that's that's just one of the the ranges of possibilities we're looking at. If you have forty two hundred deaths in bears and it's higher now, uh, then you could say, well, based on historical trends, it's likely, just likely, that the real number is ten to a hundred times that. Now, if four hundred thousand plus Americans were dying from the vaccine. I think they'd have a hard time covering that up. Although I, I will say, um, I, I now have personal experience with people I know who have gotten the vaccines and are now deathly ill with other sort of related, maybe not quite things to the vaccine. It's sort of like, you know, if we want to say that the that, that COVID didn't kill these people, it just sort of gently pushed them over the edge as the final aggravator was a contributing cause of death, then we have to acknowledge that that's probably what it is with the vaccine as well. But we've also seen people have been fine after the right, vaccine. Right, but those but the, 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 the adverse effects people. are what's being undercounted, right? And there's no reason to get this vaccine. You know, what's, what's sad about this, so this myocarditis or pericarditis uh, mostly in people under 30. And it's like, yeah, for, probably for people under 60, the vaccine is more of a threat than the virus and you shouldn't get it. Now, someone commented here um, that that old and, and, and overweight people are recommended to get the flu vaccine more than, than healthy people. If that's true, I'd like to look into that. If someone has some basic like flu vaccine primer research or, you know, stuff that background information you'd like me to read, uh, post it. And I guess if it comes up as a comment in the public telegram channel, I'll see it there like a text message. So, or email Adam at the freedomline.com. Neo Nun, I'd be more worried about the vaccines being intentionally more of a booster shot if I were you guys. Um, a booster for what? No, no, that they're, I think he means that they're turning it into a booster shot, right? That, oh. like, excuse me, like that you're going to keep, you're going you're, you're gonna to need a vaccine. And, and, excuse me, let's say you got more stuff. It's a lot of stuff we're working into our COVID block. See, no, no animations. I don't know where the COVID ends right. and begins. Macho Taco on YouTube. I think the vaccine does have been exaggerated over these injections are still unsafe to take as we don't know the long-term effects. No, no, no. See, this is the thing. You think vaccine deaths are exaggerated. Vaccine deaths are severely underreported. This is my point, okay? What we have is confirmed and bears vaccine adverse uh, event reporting system. It's a federal was it CDC run or FDA run? One of um, alphabet. I think it's I think it's FDA. Anyway, it's it's a federal government alphabet soup agency program to track adverse events, and so not only are deaths going to be undercounted because you don't die directly from the vaccine. That's one of these tricky things. Like you never die from the vaccine. It's not like oh yeah, one in a hundred people who got the vaccine, their skin turned purple and they passed out and died, and there's no other explanation. <laughs> like no, it's not like that. It's, it's, it, it, this is one of the, the, the tricky things about this is the subtle way that it works. It, 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 it doesn't really kill you directly. It's a similar mechanism to the flu virus itself, right? The spike protein, whatever, mRNA. Um, and I, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on that science, but I understand it enough to see that it, they're, if they're reporting 4,000 to, we interviewed Mary Ruard about this, what now, two weeks ago? Three. It's, oh, it's been that long. It's been a minute, yeah. So it's probably up around five thousand. If just the, you know the numbers are sort of tracking, 
We should get her on again, but um, YouTube might delete us again. Yeah, it's funny. Like Mary Ruard is our band guest. Yeah, we can't talk she about an award for that. Yeah. Yeah, most banned guest on, on Adam versus the man. Uh so back to this number. You you know, Macho Taco's comment, you think it's underreported uh, or overreported the deaths? Um, some people probably on the darker corners of the internet are taking that Mary Ruard, it's a hundred times that and saying there's like five hundred thousand people who died from the vaccine. That's yeah, that's not realistic. That would be an exaggeration. But the official number of what was forty two hundred and I'm I'm guessing is around 5,000 now. That is an underreporting that by historical trends is probably 10 to 100 times higher. Now, I, I don't think it's 100 times higher because I think you'd have way more stories of deaths. You know, you just, you people, you know, like from, the, you'd see it and you'd see it tracking the vaccine. They don't, even if there, if there is some grander conspiracy for population control, right? Like we were talking with our friend this weekend, in the hospital, uh, they, they might do it by a subtle thing like this in waves. And I don't think it would be that it would kill lots of people. It'd be too obvious, uh, but they might. And then have someone else take the blame. I, I think making people infertile uh, is, is more likely. And we're going to see that more in the, uh, you know, long-term effects of this. Um, so as Mary Ruart admitted though, because of the extra scrutiny that the COVID vaccine is receiving, it's possible that that number 4,200 is accurate. It might not be 10 times. It might be one time. It might be five times. Hypothetically, it could be 100 times. Anybody, am I, am I right on that, Joey? If, if, if 500,000 Americans had died from the vaccine at this point, like that, they wouldn't engineer it that way. That would be too sudden. Um, I mean, remember in America, 7,500 people die on a normal day. That's our turnover rate. We have a population of 330 million. So um, let, me, let me do that Do that math so, real quick. 7,500 times 365. I love doing this. The show is for me to just indulge my intellectual curiosities. So every year, well, no, I mean, you could have, you could hide half a million deaths. Um, Jillian, Jillian Griffel on YouTube is brilliant. You don't need everyone to get shots. The bio is spreading by the ones experiment on. Yeah, that's the other thing that's scary too is that we know there's some shedding of the spike protein that may be spreading it. Um, but yeah, so every year in America, at the rate of 7,500 deaths per day, 2.737 million Americans die every year. And we're, how long has the vaccine been out since like November? Like so that you could hide it. I, I guess I, I take my I take my statement back. You know, you put four says Ron Paul says it's, it's over six thousand deaths, six thousand or six due to shots, six thousand. No, so that's the but that's the current bears number. That's not their extrapolation. That's that's the what they're citing is the official government number. There is around that. But what we're doing is the 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 extrapolation based on historical trends. Be like, how much is this undercounted? Yeah, it could be a lot. And it could be someone we'll never know because we know that they're able to manipulate data in the way that deaths are counted. But eventually, I think we'll be able to tease it out. Like Ron Paul said, even on uh, or even early on in this thing, you're going to see a big drop in flu deaths. And you go, yeah, no shit. Um, so that's a thing. The sun... .co.uk this time. Side effects, COVID vaccines linked to four different skin reactions from hives to swelling. So this is one that they can directly trace to that. And you don't think in some people this is going to be 
you know, a lot worse, of course. And there, there's some gross pic. Don't put the pictures up. No, no, it's just gross skin rashes okay. and like like yeah. chicken pox and weird red circles. If you and, want to see this, just um, see that gross. No, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Times. All the gore you want. Yeah. Thank you. Yahoo.com. Highly contagious Delta coronavirus variant spreading fast in California. Yep, that's what they want you to be afraid of now. Uh, Humansarefree.com. Canadian health officials admit that only those vaccinated for the flu are getting the flu this year. This is a this is this one's a little out there. I haven't looked into it, but I had to include it in the COVID blog. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. In a report published by CBC and Canada, government health officials are saying that they have found not a single case of seasonal flu this year. Not one, huh? Huh. Not even one. It's just huh. that we beat the flu. Huh. Oh, the flu is COVID now. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Said Dr. Danuta Skoronsky, the lead for influenza and emerging respiratory virus monitoring at the BCCDC, that's the BC Center of Disease Control, British Columbia. It's still a big goose egg in terms of influenza detection provincially. It's really quite exceptional how low the influenza activity is. I've been on the influenza beat for 20 years. I've never seen anything like that. And it's not for lack of trying. Yeah. Um, but if you continue reading the article, you will see that they have actually tested some people positive for influenza via, via nasal swabs, those who were injected with the live attenuated influenza vaccine. More fuckery. All right, to the economic headlines for COVID. Wall Street Journal, during COVID-19, most Americans got richer, especially the rich. U.S. households gained $13.5 trillion in wealth in 2020. That isn't how recessions usually work. The coronavirus, now, and this is not counting for inflation. So it could be that this really needs to be adjusted. If you weren't beating the inflation curve on this one and you weren't included. But it does suggest another interesting analysis of the economic trends around the COVID pandemic and that it isn't simply the super rich getting richer at the expense of the rest of us. It's the rich and enough of the middle class to get over a critical mass of the population screwing over everybody else. The U.S. So the coronavirus pandemic plunged Americans into recession. Instead of emerging poor, many came out ahead. U.S. households added $13.5 trillion in wealth last year. According to the Fed, the biggest increase in records going back three decades. Many Americans of all stripes paid off credit card debt, saved more, and refinanced into cheaper mortgages that challenged the conventions of previous economic downturns. In 2008, for example, the U.S. US households lost $8 trillion. <coughs> now, I think this is a lot of bullshit cheerleading economic news to say, oh, no, look. And it does even admit in this article, the gains were even more heavily concentrated at the top when Americans were grouped by wealth instead of income. Wealth is calculated by subtracting households' liabilities like mortgages and college debt from assets such as homes and stock market investments. So it seems that... Uh, People who are tied into the system, people who owned a home, did very well, right? Because now, with the upswing in real estate that we're experiencing right now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we can we can trick you into thinking that if you're a homeowner, 
and your home price went up, your value of your home went up. Yeah, According right. to Zillow.com, you have more money. We could loan you more money, and then we could own your house again. See how that works? Da, 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 da. But do you is and then we loan you that money. But what's what's different now? Oh, that money doesn't really buy anything. Because of inflation, at least, you know, doesn't really buy what it used to. Lumber prices, and we think we think, well, Adam, you know, price inflation can't be that crazy. Like, oh, no. lumber prices. Four hundred percent. Coming down now, thankfully. Steel, three hundred plus percent. Food prices. Well, they're not going to stop you from eating. We'll only put those up, you know, something like fifty percent. How much is food inflation? Joe, you want to look into this for a few minutes? Where what's what's food food inflation at over the last year and a half? CNBC.com. The top one percent of Americans have about sixteen times more wealth than the bottom fifty percent. Well, bifurcated economy. Remember that idea? And a lot of this is not because, like, I'm I'm extremely poor on paper. Um, and I think I'm extremely rich in reality. Uh, I have, and, and here, even the land I own, I paid $13,000 for it. My home, this is my home, costs $13,000. I am, I am, you know, in, in, in and, and I, I do business by barter and crypto. Um, and so I, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of that wealth of people who are in the bottom half is not that they are truly poor, but they are turning into a, 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 a gray market that is the, the the bifurcation the splitting in two of the economy uh is accelerating right now still infowars.com with our next headline smoking gun one month before covid outbreak fauci and moderna sent mrna coronavirus vaccine candidates to wuhan lab linked doctor it's amazing how I, this is being considered mainstream right now but I, I think it's still a distraction. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the food inflation. Oh, yeah? What's food inflation over the last yeah. year and a half, two years? Famous. It sends you this chart. Um, over the last year, it's been insane. Like, the average is about 2% a year. Put it put it in the producer's club, and, um, and Jim can pull it up. But since, like, since a year ago, oh, 4.5%. And then if you look at the five-year projections, Jim, as you're pulling this up through the one and the five-year, it's skyrocketing. So, right there when they started this whole COVID thing. You got the, well, let me see the chart. Oh, we got it on screen. Look at that. Oh, what is the cost of food increased by 2.1? There's the five year chart. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the important one. That's cost of food. Chart. Yeah. Well, that's percentage change. I mean, it's going up 2%. I mean, they make this all really complicated. They do. Well, they say um, that the average inflation rate is 2% since, like, forever. But Annually. Annually. And now it's monthly. Now it's monthly, and it's gone up 5%, and now it's dwindling back down to 2%. Does he have that, Jim? Do you have the five-year chart? Yeah, you got that up on screen, too. Yeah. Crazy. It's terrifying, that, that jump there. That, that ooh. All right, in our next section of the COVID block, we bring you this week in Pussy Rock. 
TheRap.com, anti-vax protests spring up at Springsteen on Broadway reopening. Audience members had to show full proof of full vaccination to get into the show. <clears throat> yeah, so Bruce Springsteen went from the boss, right, to Pussy Rock. Springsteen on Broadway, the Bruce Springsteen concert performance that on Saturday became the first Broadway production to reopen post-pandemic was greeted with protests because uh, they're, they're saying that uh, if you're under 16, you could have an exception, but you'd have to wear a mask. And it's like, you're going to mask kids. You make it, it's really like they have almost zero risk of contracting or transmitting this virus. And you're going to, and, and now you're, everybody else in the room is vaccinated and you're going to make the kids wear masks. And then those who need reasonable accommodations due to a disability or sincerely held religious belief, not medical exemption under the advice of the people that are even giving these vaccines. It's like under their advice, I should not get the vaccine because of severe allergies, just history of severe allergies and having allergic reactions to medications in the past. I shouldn't get the vaccine, but you're going to be punished for it. So you go, fuck you, Bruce. This isn't about your concert. This is about someone using you to push propaganda and you're just going right along with it, pushing this whole myth, not just the mythology of COVID itself, but you're pushing the authoritarian narrative around it. This is disgusting. I mean, I if I had if I if I if I had any Bruce Springsteen records downloaded on my iPod, I would burn them right now he a, really the Bruce is he relevant still though is that what is he's trying to be relevant with it oh no he has been this show on his broadway show has been huge like really big run years plus he's telling his life story i mean the boomers love him it's like yeah it's yeah it's i mean have you been to a broadway show joey yes what did you think what did you what did you see um, How many? I don't How know. Many I shows? One, and I was like six years old, and I was totally blown away. I don't remember what it was, but I remember enjoying the, you know, the the visual of it all. But I grew up in Baltimore. We went to theater a lot. We get the lyric. So yeah, here's the thing. There, so like, so. I've I've seen. Okay, I saw Rent on Broadway uh, years ago as a kid with with family. Uh, saw Avenue Q because I really want to see that. It was really good. Um, I've seen a handful of others, and I've, you know, I, I, I was much more regular as a theater goer in in my youth, I should say. But Broadway is like the corrupt corporate TV version of theater, and 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 they've they've monopolized the space and the value, and there's this you know special glitz of being Broadway in New York because they. It wasn't. I mean, what are tickets? Do you know how much tickets are to Broadway shows? I have now? no idea. Philip Anderson on Facebook, Bruce Springsteen record burning party on my beach. Um, so Springsteen, Springsteen on Broadway's original run had 236 sold out performances and got him a special Tony post pandemic revival is set to have a limited run through September 4th. And it 
doesn't say now this is proceeds from reopening night will be donated to a group of local new york and new jersey charities yeah opening night only how much more do they make from this i mean it it really is uh but i i mean there there's a lot of money moving they're paying rent you know on broadway in new york in these theaters but let's see how much what was it um how much to see Springsteen on Broadway. I'm guessing there's going to be some. Whoa. Ticket prices depend. Where we're going to do the location while it's in theater. Um, this is according to, yeah, this year, ticket prices range from $75 to $850. Um, general question for Google, how much does it cost to see a Broadway show? Um, twenty to one hundred seventy-five dollars. I've that's got to be some weird special for like nosebleed tickets. But yeah, for like front row tickets to a Broadway show or even floor tickets, you'll pay. This is eight hundred fifty dollars to sit front row for Bruce Springsteen. Sure. That's that's probably floor, not even actual front row. Um, because this is well, I don't, I don't know, but seventy-five dollars to eight hundred fifty dollars. Th th there's a lot of money changing hands in this. Um, and there's a there's a lot of propaganda interest. Andrew Elf Elfter, after they're ma they're making you wear a mask to comedy shows in Denver. Well, ain't that a joke? Aha. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. Did I? Oh, oh, I get, that's she. See, this is me not being organized. Guess what? That's our COVID block. Let's have some more COVID vitamins. And then we can do fun headlines and mental health Monday headlines. Classical music, yeah. Show going late today. Yeah, we started. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a full two hours. Don't worry. We will give you two hours of Adam versus the man. You guys get another 35 minutes of Adam's fabulous beard and top knots. <laughs> <laughs> all right just for Tim, i'll take another hit thank you for getting the music on there all right so this isn't a fun headline but i mentioned this i said we'd get back into it new york post developers of doomed florida tower were once accused of paying off officials uh -huh. how many times do libertarians have to say i told you so before they start listening to us and i you know it's it's to say this over these bodies, because it was about 150 dead. Uh, but yeah, um, Surfside developers had contributed to the campaigns of at least two town council members and demanded that the, the donations be returned when the allegations surfaced. Meanwhile, the 12-story tower had been on the verge of undergoing $15 million in renovations to pass a required 40-year certification when it collapsed Thursday, killing at least nine people, leaving more than 150 unaccounted for. No, that's that's mostly dead, right? Hundred fifty people on a guy. I mean, I where'd they go? They we live in America. We're, we don't have the infrastructure to pick through rubble within days here. They, they could be stuck but, in some crevice and live. But, but at least that we would know. They only can. I'm. I'm. Something is either embarrassing or fishy. Um. When they go, we can only confirm so many dead at this point. I don't know. Who, who knows what's actually going on? But it, it is really sad. And and I have to assume, yeah, when they say, you know, 150 missing, that that's, that's uh, not, very few that's of them about 150. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, you might be hearing jokes about the military so woke. You might have seen pictures of uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark A. Milley uh, with makeup and his his salad bowl of medals replaced with uh, a rainbow flag and other goofy accoutrements. I mean, it's it's goofy. Like, is the military uniform that he's wearing not goofy enough already? Like, look, I'm important enough that you can trust me to kill people because I have all this fancy shit on my jacket. And that, that's that. Like, do people not realize? Like, I get, yeah, dr- but this is this is dressing up. To, like, this guy deserves to be made fun of. Um, Let's so angry. the headline from Gateway Pundit, and a lot of conservatives are really going off on this. Uh, unhinged Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark A. Milley goes off during testimony, blames white rage for January 6th attacks, brags about reading Marx and Lenin. Yeah. So um, I kind of want to I want to quote this. He said, I as he said, because we can't play the video. Uh, I want to understand white rage and I'm white and I want to understand it. So what is the so what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. Um, and it's really interesting to say that he's he's saying this. He, he, there is something real. Like I, I, I don't want to. I would bra- like brag about reading Marx and Lenin. You're well read. Read yeah, The Enemy. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, haven't you haven't you seen Patton the movie where he's yelling at like Rommel in the air, waving his pistol around? I read your book, you son of a bitch. You know, he's talking about the uh, the German tank commander because he wrote a, we wrote a tactics book and Patton read it, and that's how we be. Uh, not, don't make fun of people for reading fucking books, reading the but, but no, but here, here blaming white rage. For the January 6th attacks. That is some top-notch bullshit. Because say like there, there are a few explanations you can say, like for Trumpism. You can say white rage behind that or an element of that. Sure. But it's like making it about race. Well, no, no, no. Um let me let me try to play, let me play the woke white dude. You know, no, um <laughs> uh I think what is legitimate here is that in, in terms of the mentioning of white rage and associated association with these topics is to point out that Donald Trump tapped a certain insecurity in the American zeitgeist and it, it transcended race. There were black people, black conservatives who and, and moderates who thought Trump is speaking for me. Totally. A lot of there were a lot more white people who felt that way, as I understand the demographics of this thing. Okay, there were racist dog whistles in Trump's messaging. Okay, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't care to analyze whether they were or not. You can interpret that as that. I'll, I'll respect that analysis, sure. Um, so to say Trump built his base playing on white rage, that there were people who were angry about treatment of whites in America because of the rise of affirmative action. They were a fringe of his movement of dumb people who felt like what's more appropriate is for for the working class. And that was the legitimate part of this. But you want to bring the working class, you're going to get the working class fringe. And there was some white rage there. Right? Was that... Now they're going to make memes of me wearing lipstick like with the general, right? Because I'm like, ah. I'm so woke. No, but 
Um, to blame the January 6th attacks on Trump's base, to pick out a fringe element of Trump's base when his base was upset that the election they thought was stolen from them. And I agree. I think it was stolen from them. Whether you believe it or not, doesn't matter. They thought it was stolen from them. To just go, oh, it's white rage. That is some woke bullshit. And so um, this is chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark A. Milley. But he's he's a pawn. He's a front man. You know, like all, all these generals, officers are semi-political, whatever. The U.S. Sun, shock move, U.S. Olympian and Black Lives Matter activist. When Barry turns away from U.S. flag and says she was pissed, the anthem was played. And this is great. I love it. She had a T-shirt. This is um, Olympian Gwen Berry, <clears throat> Black Lives Matter activist. So she feels it was a setup and that the anthem was put on on purpose, um, that it was out of the normal timing, that they play it where they play it once per evening at the U.S. Olympic track and field trials. Um, but instead of standing, and this is this is like, yeah, empire in decline. Nationalism is fading. And humanity is transcending tribalism. It's awesome. Awesome. Doesn't doesn't hurt that she's freaking hot as hell, too. But, she you know, is. She looks, she looks hot. She's she hot because she's hot an actor. Yeah, she's yeah, she's hot pissed off. Yeah. And and yeah. I, I see her with the t-shirt. I wish he'd actually put the t-shirt on. It would have been less hot, but it would have been more of a political like, but I think she like she's she she wasn't expecting this. This was impromptu. And it, it, it is kind of a sign of where we are. It's more, it's more notable that, that it was impromptu and she just acted on her beliefs and her principles right there in the moment without following the herd, yeah. without, even if this was something that say I didn't agree with. Uh, and so in the wake of her first stand yes, for it. And Colin Kaepernick for kneeling, for starting the new wave of protest athletes. Uh, because we're, we're activists, was it? What the shirt? See, the shirt says activist athlete. She had it on her head. It was kind of awkward. So, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take points away for style on that one. But you know, congratulations, Barry. Uh, I, I, sh I should say, um, Gwen Barry, you have earned your place in the history books, uh, and and created some iconic imagery here. Very timely. Very appropriate. Um, you know, along that that that, it, that appropriately calls back to the Nazi protest at whatever the Olympics was in the forties when the, uh, the 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 black athletes on the podium protested Hitler by giving the the black power salute because well back then just a fist like now well yeah I mean fist in the air is, is this, this is still owned as an icon as the black power salute so. right fist in the air slight angle like this right that's 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 a black power salute yeah like jim's putting on screen right there i'm trying to think like did, did rock rock and roll take over this is just like the fist pump no but no that's that's the black power salute fair enough yeah contextual very good point um but yeah and this is this is awesome i i am i am super excited to see this and also the policy because there's something about the righteousness of black lives matter uh, that's undeniable or something righteous about black athletes in America protesting over how black Americans are treated. There's so you, you can't black say athletes mm, own America. Yeah. Well, own athletes. They, they own, they own pro sports. Pro sports you mean, right. They don't own America. They own pro sports. Yeah. Right. Um, well, they don't as players. It's like, um, was it, wasn't it, was it, was it, 
I can't remember which black. Mm-hmm. All those black comedians look the same. Nobody's saying the guy. And I feel. I no, 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 the, the difference between rich and wealthy. <clears throat> yes. Black athletes are rich. The guy who signs their paychecks is wealthy, and most of those guys are still white. So even owning pro sports and the, the franchises and the stadiums and and the uh, corporate entities and the broadcasting and the merchandise, no, black athletes don't own sports yet, but they do a lot more. <clears throat> and more importantly. For the, 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 the old rich who, who own sports in America, they still, they're, they're still businesses fundamentally. They need the audience. And the audience says, no, you can't tell the black athletes to shut up. <laughs> you, tell, you tell my favorite black athlete not to kneel, we're, gonna, we're, we're, we're fucking out of here. We're going to have a problem because we're going to join them. And then we're going to upset the whole apple cart and the whole court. So th- this is like another big... I don't want to say glitch in the matrix. I, I like that saying, but it's more like a big, a big crack in the dam right now of black athletes and athlete activists in general, but standing up and going, Oh, you're going to watch. We're not you're going to watch me. I can't in good conscience. Have you watched me and just show you off, show off this athletic feat and, and, and show and talent and, and entertainment of pro sports and not be like, by the way, that's th- this, this other thing is fucked up. So Look, if this continues um, to shred, I might actually start appreciating sports. Yeah, right. I just go there. Like, this, <laughs> this is a big sports watchable. Well, it's, it's uncensorable. It, you know what? In, in a way, there's a unique power to this because it, it, there's an egalit now. It's not perfect. Tons, and I'm trying to say there's not tons of politics in sports, especially in pro sports with football and, and you, you have to kiss ass into a corporate line. But there's a certain undeniable egalitarianism of athletic competition where the best player wins. Right. And it's 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 still more of a driver than any of the corrupt forces in pro sports and even more so in the Olympics. Even more so in track and field. You want to disqualify for some, someone from a track and field event because their politics off, off the track? Good fucking luck. You can do it in football, right? Um, but this announcement related to this is very exciting for, for someone who sees this possibility. The United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee announced, quote, Team USA, excuse me, <clears throat> Team USA athletes will not be sanctioned for respectfully demonstrating in support of racial and social justice for all human beings. Well, guess what? If you believe in freedom of speech, then those athletes are the ones who get to define social justice. And you, you cats out of the bag. And I would say there should have been from the big, like there have been in the past, as I understand it, and from my athletic experience um, and, and as a fan, that there have been sort of uh, implicit blanket bans on political activity. And it should have been, you can do be as political as you want, as long as it doesn't interrupt the the games, you know, you want to sit on the bench and wear something that says whatever you want. Like, we, you know, we, we have a, a standard of decorum for like no cursing and nothing graphic. Right. Sure. It's family event. Fine. I'd be fine with that. But it, it, there has been a choking out of political expression in sports over the course of American history. Like that's the reality of NFL paying uh, or getting millions of dollars for their sponsors in the military. They're not doing it. No, you know, when they get to do the flag and the honor guards and color guards and, and all that stuff, it's it pro sport. The, the, the military, they have been taken over as uh, pro militarist, uh, militarist, military recruiting. Um, I mean, sales 
organizations essentially. But anyway, they are now having to shift to this policy that I'm saying would be way more appropriate. It's happening. And and sports might be entertaining enough for Joey to start watching. Maybe. All right. Uh, UK government hit by Hancock scandal to probe leak of footage. This is from Reuters at Yahoo.com. Remember, this is the UK health minister who was caught kissing an aide in the hallway while imposing COVID bans on the country, telling everybody to stay at home. And he's cheating on his wife while, uh, while doing so. And instead of going... How do we investigate corruption in the government? They go, Britain's government will investigate how images of former health minister Matt Hancock kissing an aide found their way into the media and forced his resignation in the latest scandal hit oh, by the oh, government. Yeah. Evil picture yeah. in the public that yeah. could take. Oh, wow. How dare you expose wow. us? Fun activism, also from England, from The Guardian. XR protesters arrested after dumping manure outside daily mail offices. <laughs> Extinction Rebellion, that's XR. It should be ER, but that would be confusing. XR, Extinction Rebellion activists want to send a message to four billionaire owners of 68% of the UK's print media. Six climate activists have been arrested after protests in which manure was dumped outside newspaper offices in central London. And it makes me think, it gives me hope for this kind of statement activism. You think the four billionaires saw this? Oh, yeah. I bet they did. I bet they did. And it, they might have brushed it off. They, but we, we live in a world where, despite the disparities of wealth and power and the way that the elites are able to, you know, never walk through shit in the streets if they don't want to, you can still get their attention. They are not so isolated. I would bet that of those four billionaires, at least someone, hey, by the way, buddy, did you see they threw shit outside because they're trying to get your attention? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another protest. Well, Whatever. be a little more creative next time. Maybe you do something to get under their skin, get really get their attention. But you can. You can. And I just want to endorse and encourage not only the, uh, you know, black. And, and I, I, I have mixed feelings about the, the, the racism of black power, but I support black power activism. I support BLM. I support the not fucking around anymore coalition or, you know, I, I absolutely. I am 100 percent for uh, black empowerment, black community empowerment as you know a distinct to the black community that it is a distinct experience um and i and i and i would uh, hesitate to even collectivize black people as as it may seem that i am doing but for those who yet you got to you got to acknowledge that black americans have a unique experience as black americans and historically have had an horrifically unique experience as black americans and so yeah I'm not fucking around anymore either. <laughs> uh, financial Post. India ships 50,000 troops to China border in historic move. Big international headline we've been following. Um, and, and I know we're, we're going to get into this more tomorrow because there will be updates. Uh, there will be. Uh, India has redirected at least 50,000 additional troops to its border with China in an historic shift towards an offensive military posture against the world's second biggest economy. Although the two countries battled in the Himalayas in 1962, India's strategic focus has primarily been Pakistan since the British left the subcontinent with the longtime rivals fighting three wars over the disputed region of Kashmir. Yet since the deadliest India-China fighting in decades last year, remember we covered this weird skirmish where there were no, ri were no rifles used, right? Or as few, it was, it was weird, like 
dudes getting pushed off the cliff and beating each other with sticks and stones. Prime Minister Narendra Modi's administration, because they had disarmed troops guarding, like monitoring troops guarding the borders, and they got into a skirmish. Like it was a fair characterization of the story. Um, Prime Minister Narendra Modi's administration sought to ease tensions with Islamabad and concentrate primarily on countering Beijing. So, yeah, interesting escalation potentially brewing there. Um, all right. Now, we have some fun mental health stories we'll get to. Um, yeah, this will round out our show today. I don't think we have anything else. Um, oh, Derek Chauvin. I guess this isn't really a mental health story. we got to get out of the way. Uh, we heard on Friday, right? Got 22 and a half years. And it's not justice. And, uh, and it's not uh, anywhere close to fair, even under our rubric of punishment, as Joey really wants to point out. Do you know that there are 70 people in jail right now for life or weed or over weed? Hey, have you ever gone to jail for life? Over weed, man! Yeah, that's and a thing in America. 22 and a half years. That usually gets cut in half, right, with good behavior. And then you get to do the work program. So what's he going to spend? Nine years in there, maybe? All right, well, here's the headline from CBS4 Minnesota. How much time will Derek Chauvin actually spend in prison? Actually spend. Derek Chauvin was given a sentence of 22 and a half years, but it's possible he only ends up serving 15 of those in prison. In Minnesota, people convicted of felony spend at least two-thirds of the sentence in prison. The final third can be spent on supervised release. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's not counting. Who knows what other discounts he might get on that. And 10 of these 70 people got their life sentences after legalization started becoming a thing. Okay, but very quickly, before we get to our three mental health stories from our friend Mercedes in Nebraska, Forbes has this headline, New Mexico bans qualified immunity for all government workers, including police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's not like from what I know of like the good things of New Mexico that they would be honest. Yeah. In a landmark law signed today, New Mexico barred all government employees from using qualified immunity as a legal defense in state court and created a new way to challenge government agencies that violate constitutional rights by making it much easier for victims of police violence and other government abuses to sue for damages. The New Mexico, excuse me, New Mexico Civil Rights Act. Marks one of the most sweeping police reform bills passed in the aftermath of the tragic killing of George Floyd. Hell yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. At the same time, one more bit of activism to plug here from Blavity.com. Never heard of this one. A nine-year-old Minnesota girl demanded her principal remove posters of BLM phrase and Amanda Gorman. And this is great. Even a nine-year-old um, saying that uh, it, it doesn't matter uh, that it you know, what this is about, it's a biased enforcement of banning political posters. Novali, the, the girl involved, said that she disagrees with the tenets of BLM and the movement causes racism, which goes against MLK's teachings. It's funny because, yeah, they used to have MLK posters with quotes when I was in school. Quote, I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. Now, it's an interesting angle that she went with that protest because I, you know, I wonder, uh, I, and I certainly acknowledge here that uh, there, there is a, uh, 
with what I said earlier of collectivizing the black race. There's the danger of, of making race more relevant when, when our ultimate goal is to make it less relevant, right? Not irrelevant, or race should always be, I mean, we should pretend it doesn't exist, right? But uh, it, it's interesting that, that we have a child doing this and actually speaking out um, at, a, at a school board meeting. So pretty cool. All right, to our mental health stories. First from usnews.com. U.S. News and World Report. For some U.S. Muslims, raw talk on suicide, mental health. And yeah, I mean, we talk about we want to make race less relevant. You have to acknowledge why that's even important in the first place. And for people of a an Arab appearance, the last 20 years have been uniquely challenging in the United States. So for some U.S. Muslims, anyway, a group of Muslim mental health professionals, along with some faith leaders and activists in the U.S., are working to raise awareness about mental illness and suicide prevention and provide religiously and culturally sensitive guidance. Joey, any, any thoughts on this? No, nothing. I, I read it again for me. I'm, I'm. There's. You're there's, distra- there's, You're going. You're doing a bunch of other things. Distracting hate in the comments right here. I will let people think the way they want to think, but hate to whom? Just to me? No, no. I'm not worthy of your hate commenters. The trolls aren't on you. Susan. Who are they? What each other? They're not even or There's, there's not. And there's some back and forth about. Um, why should George Floyd or why should Chauvin go to prison because George Floyd overdosed and how the black community just wants racism to continue. And okay, so let me finish. Let me, okay, read so, it again for me and let's 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 go back to this George Floyd, George Floyd point because what's missing, I, 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 I believe that what you're telling me is, is a legitimate organic conversation because we've seen it, we've seen you know, a lighter weight, you know, more polite version in the producers club chat. Um, and, and among well-intentioned libertarians, um, where they go, this isn't punishment, this is justice. George Floyd shouldn't do any time in prison because that's not making the victims whole. Ooh, we got a Confederate flag founding core on YouTube. Oh, MLK other. speech never came true. Wait, 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 what is what is all this? Caban Dorito. Why should Chauvin go to prison? It's because George Floyd overdosed on fentanyl. Exactly. It's bullshit. Again, founding core, MLK speech never came true because the black community wants there to always be racism. That That's the dangerous collectivizing right there. But anyway, no, here's a, on the George Floyd point and, and, and Derek Chauvin, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of make an unpopular opinion and then turn it into a popular one here, okay? Yeah. So should George, or should Derek Chauvin do any time in a government jail or prison? No. That's punishment. That is not making the victims whole. Now, in this case, victim is dead. Who are the people that could be made whole? His family. The community. If you are found responsible for the death of someone, as uh, Derek Chauvin was responsible for the death of George Floyd, and I will say based on the court's judgment, the jury's judgment, my judgment, the video, uh, doesn't matter if George Floyd was uh, about to die from uh, a heart attack. The uh, Derek Chauvin's actions mean that he is he is to some degree responsible for his death. 
being on fentanyl is not a risk of being about to die. No, being being on, I mean, it can be if you're over, but it, was he, was that, no. And when the actions were so grossly inappropriate, it was, he didn't have to die. What Derek Chauvin did caused him to die. Slight weakness in his health, even being on fentanyl, not relevant. No, not at all. Derek Chauvin was primarily responsible for the death of George Floyd. He should be in a debtor's prison for life, working for profit for the family of George Floyd. If there's some other social means of consent by which this happens in some different way, but this would be a lot closer to justice than him just going to jail and sitting in a cell and then going into some witness protection program and disappearing and having some probably police pension, insurance, retirement, whatever, or enough, you know, asshole donations on the internet that he's going to be taking care of for, for the rest of his life. That's nowhere fucking close to justice. So uh, in, in, a, in a debtor's prison, I would imagine, in, in, in at least the vision that, that I have, which is probably not exactly how it'll come out when we get to a voluntary society, but just one possibility that is clearly far better than we have today, George Chauvin, or Derek Chauvin would be taken care of. He would be treated well. He would have good health care. He would have uh, a quality of life in prison where he has no freedom, but he has access to all the comforts that his work affords him in that debtor's prison. And he is managed by that debtor's prison in a way to maximize his, his productivity. And that's it. Sorry, you don't have freedom. You don't have freedom. You you your society says you're you're too dangerous. You don't get your freedom. And and maybe he's not dangerous anymore. Maybe he's allowed in public. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's a a, a work release kind of thing. He doesn't. He, does he give up his freedom for life? Not if he's a not a threat, but he gives up his right to work for himself because he must now serve justice to make his victims whole. Kennedy. Just because someone uses drugs does not mean they can be abused with impunity. Yeah, no shit. He's Derek yeah. Chauvin is still responsible for his death. Anyway, the drugs in his system does not yeah. does not excuse the actions, the the, the, the overstretch. Yeah. In 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 what was all right. We only have a few minutes. Let's get to our next mental health Monday story. Medical news today: effects of gender discrimination on health. And this is where, like, I'm actually taking some hope in our longitudinal COVID analyses when I see stuff like this. Gender discrimination has a significant impact on mental and physical health worldwide. It can limit people's access to health care, increase rates of ill health, and lower life expectancy. Now, the biggest thing on this is that women are hugely discriminated against by the uh, medical establishment. And it's I'm not playing the gender game like this is not better, worse, good or bad or anything like that. But yeah, men have dominated the medical industry. Men have dominated medicine historically. And women, in, uh, there, there have been even studies on certain medications where they just ha have only men as test subjects and just go, oh, women are just like men with hormones. Nope. Nope. While it is true that women live longer than men on average, they experience higher rates of ill health during their lifetimes. It is likely that gender discrimination 
and inequality contribute to this. In this article, we look at what gender discrimination is and include specific examples. We then explore the effects of this discrimination on mental health, physical health, and healthcare. And you know what this piss for all the crazy women who I've dated, it makes me pissed off at the men who made them that way. <laughs> Not just the individuals in their lives, but the men who ran the systems who discriminated against them and all. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's some sick shit. Joey, you you you're you have tits. Tell, tell us about your experience with gender discrimination. <laughs> in the doctor's office, it's pretty strong. You get on screen. We, we only have four minutes screen, left in the show. Hey, hey, thanks, Jim. It's all. Um, I don't know. I, I, so in terms of like my, my, my lady issues, I always request a woman and I always have the reason is like, just for me, like if you haven't experienced it, you can read as many books as you want and really can't give me, you know, good answers. But when I see, when I see male doctors, right, regular medical doctors, I got a weird vibe too. I, I ended up now, I try to see primarily female doctors. For that reason, that, that hasn't been a that you got to be grateful to a certain degree to live in these times because that well, was I can a find thing. a female doctor, yeah, like exactly. for most of the history of medicine. Yeah, I'm not gonna say male doctors I, I haven't trusted, I have, but like trust all you want, you haven't gone through it, you're not going to be able to answer nope, my medical no way. questions the way that a yeah. woman who may have gone through it or who has the parts at least to understand what it would be like to go through it after reading the book could answer. I just, I yeah so is there and it makes me wonder like a woman system it's completely we're two different machines two completely different machines and different parts and and different hormones and the way they're released and especially with mental health i mean i had a short stint on pharmaceuticals that lasted six months and it just my my system went crazy on these things went back to the weed. Everything was great after the withdrawal symptoms, you know, dissipated after a short six months. But yeah, it makes me wonder, I mean, when I was, was I being prescribed something that was maybe going against my hormones as a woman, but clinically it's safe because it's been tested on a bunch of, of men. And I, yeah. That's a thing. So this uh, article lists some examples of gender discrimination that in some ways, um, we kind of take for granted uh, in the workplace, although that one's been beat to death in the United States in schools, uh, preventing or scourging girls and young women from participating in traditionally male dominated fields. This oh, really oh, that happened to yeah. me. I, I was, yeah. I was the only girl in auto tech class and Oh, I got it. in I, relationships. People who prevent their partners from doing things on the basis of their gender are also acting in a discriminatory way, stopping women from working, managing money, driving in public sexual harassment, cat calling, uh, institutions. Anyway, we are just about out of time. I'm going to take back when they start catcalling them. Yeah, right. One more story worth mentioning that's in the notes from NPR.org. Read Britney Spears' statement to the court in her conservatorship hearing. Holy shit, I'm glad this story is coming out. Oh I really want to interview her at some point. Um, but holy shit, there are so many positive lessons to be learned about mental health in America and the legal intersection from Britney's terrifying story finally being told and there is an element of gender discrimination and oh yeah crazy diva now her dad can take control and men can abuse and live off her and keep her working because they can make her out to be crazy i mean that's that's the gist of it 
All right, Joe, we have just a few seconds left here. Winner on today's comment contest. We didn't even have a comment contest yet. We didn't get to it? Didn't get to it. I thought it. we did. We didn't even we didn't get to an announcement. We had so much fun with comments. We just, well, thanks, everybody. All right, with that, Jim, give us the producer notes. What's going on? Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for dealing with our technical difficulties. You can get all the show notes and read all the stuff we didn't get to cover at t.me forward slash Adam vs. Man. It's a public telegram group. Patreon.com forward slash Adam vs. Man has different levels. You can support the show. $10 a month to get you access to the private producers club. So that's awesome. Definitely check that out. Get connected. Homefrontbattlebuddies.com is an excellent nonprofit we're pumping out. Check out the website, learn more about it. Instagram at the Garden of Freedom. That's where you can find all the pictures and videos of everything going on up there in Gardenia. The crypto6.com is where you can help all the Bitcoin church that was raided. And gogreenenergyonline.com is the best website for do-it-yourselfers looking to learn more about solar power and micro wind and energy and all that, etc. Have a great day. And according to goodnewsnetwork.org, 102 years ago today, the League of Nations was founded. And with that, mwah, peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent.